two, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We have the My Talk app, and My Talk is celebrating Mental Health Month in May. It's brought to you by Care Counseling. Over on MyTalk1071.com, keyword May, we're highlighting facts and resources related to mental health throughout this month. So please join us as we celebrate Mental Health Month in the month of May. Now on to the second hour of the program. What are we talking about? I love it. The program. The program. Well, that's going to happen. I thought this was kind of an interesting story on CBS this morning about, um, you know, what's going to go on when people start flying. Because right now, not a lot of people, even though there have been a couple of media stories about a, a couple a few of flights that have been not had the third the middle seat empty it's crowded few the average between. plane yeah. right now is flying with 31 people on yes it. um so but anyway so just sort of what's changing kind of i thought they had a pretty good report yeah. and then um and we'll just start with uh the first one which is what does it feel like, you know, as our sense of what is crowded on an airplane change? Okay. So here we go. Outrage from flyers as pictures post of seemingly packed flights. A handful a day leaving up to 85% full. And at Charlotte's airport, a steady stream of flyers Wednesday. While the number of daily travelers roughly doubled from a month ago, on average planes are departing with just 31 passengers. Has people's sense of what crowded is changed? Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of confusion. If you go back, you know, a month or so before masks were, were required for employees or our, or our passengers, um, social distancing was definitely necessary. That's uh, That was the yes. CEO of JetBlue, because that's now been pretty much, that's the case with all the airlines. You must wear a mask on the plane and in the waiting area and everything. Yes, And yes. they'll give them to you if you don't have one. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then, well, here's, here's the, uh, the cut about... Uh, um, talking, this is the Frontier Airline CEO uh, talking about what they're doing as far as masks. Frontier CEO Barry Biffle is in Florida encouraging people to get back to flying. His carrier is blocking 20 seats per flight as part of what he calls a multi-layered approach to safety. That includes electrostatic fogging of planes to kill the virus and requiring masks for all aboard. So how do you make people wear a mask? So we make it very clear when you check in Uh, whether it be online or in person, that you must wear a facial covering of some type. And if you uh, uh, don't have it, we will deny you boarding. What happens if I refuse to wear the mask once I'm on the plane? We'll try to de-escalate it, Um, but uh, we do require you to wear a mask. And and what customers are telling us is they feel safer when everyone's wearing it. So it's not just about you. And, you know, and I think that, you know, when you buy the ticket, you know, if you're whether you're going through a travel agent or booking on your own, I mean, it's going to be very, very clear, um, you know, what the expectation is. And like we said earlier in the show, you know, no, no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. service. That's right. New new thing. Um, And here's uh, uh, this is from uh, the guy who's the CEO of JetBlue. Okay. Robin Hayes runs JetBlue. His carrier is blocking up to 40% of the seats on its flights. Can people safely social distance on an airplane? Is that a realistic expectation? That's why we're asking all of our customers to uh, wear masks. Uh, because, you know, when you're in an airline seat, even if you're keeping the middle seat free, you're not uh, going to be six feet away from someone. Should there be some standardization? We would welcome that. For example, we believe you're, you're safe if, if everyone wears masks. 
uh, but there's some inconsistencies with the mask. So it would be great if it was mandated by the government that everyone wear it, just like uh, you can't smoke on a plane. Which is a government right. mandate. Right. And then at the end of the story, they talked about how this has been um, introduced in Congress um, about to pass a law, a, a bill that would be passed into law. They would like the airlines where people that canceled flights because of the pandemic, yes, that because the airlines got bailout money, billions of dollars, yes. that if people want to have their cash back because they've lost their job, they need exactly. that cash. They don't have any use for a travel voucher. They right. don't know when they're going to travel that they get their money back. I think it's very valid. So, yeah. and you know, some people will keep their credit with their airline but uh, there's probably half the people they said over thirty five thousand people have uh complained um, well that's a big one if you think if you had bought a ticket you know i know i know a friend my um a good friend of mine their family was going to ireland Mm -hmm. and it was a christmas present Mm -hmm. and so here they are she's got all these tickets sitting there but can't get a refund right you know so that that's tough stuff that's stuff you want back. So I think it makes sense. Yeah. So, and of course, you can see why the airlines did that because they went for, they were they, bleeding money. Yes. They were, they, they went from, a, you know, kind of like Ticketmaster was doing the same thing. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, they're basically, it was, I don't know, it was a bipartisan supported yes, bill, though, that if people want their money back, that they, the airlines have to give them back. Yeah their money instead of the voucher and uh, also that the airline needs to notify people and automatically do it, give people the option. Yeah, that's nice. So That would be so nice. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. And it would apply to all tickets for travel on flights on or after March 1st. So even if you already have a voucher and if you'd rather have the cash. Yeah, you can. So we'll keep our eyes yeah. on that as to whether or not. That passes, but it does have bipartisan support, mm-hmm. and um, they feel that there was enough enough money that has been given to all the carriers, depending, you know, everyone, you know, the Sun Based Country might have gotten yes. this much versus Delta, but yeah. yeah. So okay, we'll so here's something that I saw today, Lori, and it um, it's this company called Earth Bay, and so it's yet another way to do social distancing on airplanes. It's just another option, and it's not been implemented yet, but people were looking at reconfiguring the entire plane, which would cost gazillions of dollars, but this company has come up with kind of like a plexiglass shield that would sit on top of the seats, and it would have a high plexiglass between the rows, mm-hmm. and it would also have dividers between the seats. So seat, you know, A, B, C, you have a plexiglass shield, you know, to divide you that you could still get in and out of your seat, but it would, you know, make you feel safer if the person next to you is coughing or whatever, even with wearing a mask. And it's something that's lightweight and cheap. It just, it was kind of an interesting option. And I thought that's kind of... I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll there see. could be other things, well, right. temperature checks. I mean, how do you get those things clean? Right. Uh, all of that. But they are using They're those looking- halo foggers that they use in hospital operating rooms. I still think that planes have never been cleaner than they are oh, right now. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So yeah. anyway, um, and then just to, here's just a little note. There was this um, um, magazine that did a, a piece called The Trillion Dollar Club, you guys. 
Is and, Jeff Bezos in it with anyone else? Uh, Jeff Bezos is due to become a trillionaire in 2026 mm. at the ripe old age of 62. And a trillionaire. Now, how many zeros is in a trillion, Holly? Well, three, six, nine, twelve. 12? Mm-hmm. No, it's more than 12. Oh. 12 is a billion, I believe. Yeah. So it's 12 plus 3, so it's 15. And uh, old um, Eddie Munster, Mark Zuckerberg, is scheduled to become a trillionaire <laughs> at age 51. Wow. <laughs> Not the actor who played Eddie, Eddie Munster. Munster. Right, right. How about that, though? My God. I saw something like spending a million dollars is like us spending a dollar. Yeah. That's the difference. Even with giving $38 billion to his ex-wife, I mean, talk, I mean, Lauren Sanchez could write a book, but she doesn't need to. She doesn't need to. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, uh, and I mean, I don't know. I, I, he makes basically $2,500 per second. Oh, Jeff Bezos. So when he did, when he did give that first $100 million to a thing and there were people grumbling about it. Yeah. Because it does really mean so little. It's hard to comprehend. I found some quarters in the couch. Yeah, right. I felt rich. Oh my gosh. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for Random Thoughts, Julia. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here are a couple random things for today, people. It's National Buttermilk Biscuit Day. And, you know, Jason owns at Rosedale Betty and Earl's Biscuits. You can follow their Facebook page because they do a traveling delivery and they're going to be up at Cambridge, Minnesota in a couple weeks. It's kind of fun. So, But Rosedale is opening next Monday. They are. They are. And Mall of America is going to reopen June 1st. Obviously, all these places will have social distancing things in place. But you can uh, watch... Everything is going to, you know. I think it's going to be like a mad rush. I don't either. Do you? But I'm ready to go try. I need a new pair of tennis shoes and and a bra, and I don't want to order and send back and order and send back and order, you know. Yeah, by the way, Holly, thanks for the nipple, uh, the nipple place in fashion industry story you posted. Oh, yes. That's very good. And there's uh, our nipples uh, included Uh in the story. We are part of fashion history, Julia. Yes, we are. Okay, guess what is in vogue again? Nipples. Yay! Nipples! <laughs> no one is wearing a bra. Oh, it's so great. I mean, people are not wearing a bra unless you they don't, have a unless Zoom you don't or like, something. If, if you don't want to. I like wearing it's a bra. It's the first thing women do when they get home from work. So I think there's a lot of people who've been bra liberated oh, in yeah. this COVID. Bra liberated if they want to mm-hmm. start. But it's it's picking up the telephone and using your voice and making a phone call. People have needed, like we talked about body... Um, Come on, come on, bodies, skin, skin hungry, mm-hmm. um, social hungry. So people have been picking up the phones and having connections and staying on the phones for long hours, cooking together with their mom, their sisters, family. I talked to two friends of mine this morning who all their kids are like in their 20s. Yeah. And are they at home? They're No, but no, they're, they're talking to their kids more than they've ever talked to them because absolutely. the kids are nervous scared and they want to talk more than they want to text we're in the busy life i mean do you guys Texting, are you I talking more totally on the phone totally Ooh, yeah, not really. no. <laughs> no i am yeah i am mm-hmm, so I anyway so that's too. that's one of the good things that the, um at&t has said that um like never before mother's day obviously calls like doubled because you right. couldn't even see your mom this year right. um, because of social distancing 
And the rush hours um, used to be in the morning for calls and then, um, you know, right at at six Mm o'clock. But now it's kind of throughout the day. Voice is the new killer app. It's been a real surprise and a delight. Yeah. People are happy that that's happening. Um, What is selling out right now because of a TikTok video? What? Roller skates. And I'm not talking roller blades. I'm talking the good old fashioned four wheels with the wheel on the front. Those are fun. They're so fun. They're so fun. So that's kind of selling out. Also, a company that's making fake boobs and fake muscles for people to wear for dates on Zooms. Laura, you got to look it up. It's kind of funny. It's funny. This is no surprise. Um, Clothing sales dropped in April in every category except for pajamas, which were up 14%. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was happening. Um, this, this This picture and the story made me smile. So... There is a um, three Michelin star restaurant in Washington, D.C., and it is called The Inn at Little Washington. I know where this place is. You do? Yes, this is kind of a famous restaurant. It's beyond famous. And it's the the James Beard Lifetime Achievement Award winner, the chef there, thought we're going to open up and they're going to be opening up on May 29th. But we can't open up how we used to open up. What? How can we make the dining experience be unique and still wonderful, but with 50% of occupancy. So what he's done is he called a local um, theater company and they're going to give them mannequins that are going to be dressed to the nines in 1940 styles. They'll be styled up by this theater company. And I think when things open up, people will dress more to go out. I think we're going to have to make more reservations because people aren't going to take so many walk-ins. I'm just saying for restaurants, because they're going to have to manage capacity I love this mannequin. Isn't so it? It doesn't feel vacant. Isn't so? It doesn't That's, feel empty and quiet. Yeah, You've got not? mannequins there. Mm-hmm. So they just said um, they're so delighted to be working with this theater company. And when they charge $248 per plate for the taste. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Menu. Whoa. People can see that uh, people are there. Other things that people are doing, you know, new normal, as I told you that in Santa Barbara, my auntie, our auntie that lives there said they're opening the main, the State Street, and they're going to have the restaurants be outside. People are wanting to do more outside dining, so you're going to see streets be closed off more. 
maybe in more always warm communities kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's happening. Um, We want to give a shout out to Storm Creek. Um, They have Wear for the Better. They've um, made these beautiful pullovers with a heart shape with Minnesota in the middle for all um, people that have been working that are Mm -hmm. called essential heroes in the workplace, mostly our frontline people, but we were in that group. So we want to thank them for that. And, you know, they sent a sweet, you're appreciated. And um, it's Storm Creek. They have really great merchandise and stuff. And so that's kind of a sweet thing to have. And we are wearing athleisure wear as, um, you know, people's snacking has caught up to them. No kidding. All right, Holly, this is for you. Oh, what's the name of your cat? Well, I have Singer and Sergeant. Okay. Now, do you think this is the story? Is it okay to name your baby after your pet? <laughs> Why the hell would you do that? <laughs> because that's not fun. <laughs> this, is, this all started with a woman whose husband wants her to name their baby. She's pregnant right now after their cat, and the cat's name is Mungo. No. Mungo? And Mungo. No. It's a British no. website called Mumset, and she's been they've been brainstorming for ideas, but the, her husband just keeps coming up with Mungo, and she's like, I can't do that. What about no. Olive or Mabel? Yes, I love Or those. Lily. Lily is Lori's yeah, name. Or Rose. <laughs> and usually it's the other way around. You name your pets after people. Like yeah. my cats are named after a person who was actually alive at one point in time. Sar- and then that's fun. Sergeant, yeah. your grandpa? Sergeant? No, uh, John Singer Sergeant, the oh. portrait painter. Oh. It's true. You're so unbelievable. <laughs> so you have Singer and Sergeant. Singer, that's two cats. Singer and Sergeant. <laughs> Are you a fan of John Singer Sergeant's paintings? My ex was. Oh, okay. okay so I, wanted, that's... I wanted to name them Laurel and Hardy, Got or it. I wanted to name them something fun. Yes, thank you. But okay. then Singer and Sergeant. Now it's just that's yeah. yeah, endearing. I mean, Matt, think of Madame X. That's a sexy painting. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Here's something that's happening. Um, at the Excel Center is sponsoring this Sonic for the Cities, Songs for the Cities, and it's going to be hosted by Chris Hockey, and it's to raise money to support local Twin City musicians through the Twin Cities Music Community Trust. Um, the first hap- thing that happened, the Song for the Cities, I think it's a podcast, mm-hmm. is with was with Cat Perkins. Yeah, and it, and um, Jorbart at Excel said she just learned so much more because she always hears her on her station and knows her story, but she said it was really in, in depth. Really cool. So there's going to be more of these. But if you want to find out more about it, go to the Excel Energy Center website. I mean, everyone is trying to, they have no events. Well, the music, and to, and the music they're people. not eligible for unemployment. Right. Musicians. Exactly. So how do we help them? Yeah. So that's great. Cool. That's a great fundraiser. Um, vitamin D people. They have found that. Are you talking to vitamin D people? Or I'm are you telling you, a vitamin de- D people where, where is something. Something that you should start putting in your body because experts have found that vitamin D lowers the risk of COVID-19 deaths. And um, health experts said with high, higher levels of vitamin D, you're less likely to really get it bad. And they found this because of um, not as many people in warmer climates are getting as sick as people are in colder climates that have a deficiency in vitamin D. So it makes I, sense. I know people that I like take those huge horse pills because they're their so vitamin big. D is so. And there in Minnesota, low. you would be low because yeah. we don't have you know that much sunshine happening all year round. Yeah, so that's, that's just a little health thing. All right, thank you. When we come back, speaking of musicians, we're going to talk to St. Paul Peterson, uh, and he's got an event coming up tomorrow. We'll be right back. Oh.
We're just going to introduce him as a music hall of famer, St. Paul Peterson. Hi, Paul. How are you? Great. How are you? My girlfriends, I miss you both so much. Oh, oh. Paul, it's so nice to hear from you, and you were so sweet. You expressed your um, absolute, because you've listened to our show and been on many times over the 17, and almost 18 years, but you expressed your condolences and sadness about Donnie Love. So, Oh, I love him so much, and you know what? He will be missing. I'm sure that he is missing all you guys, and Donnie, you're one of a kind, buddy. Thank you for all you have done for every artist that's appeared on that show. You made us feel at home. You made us comfortable. And you always took good care of us and my two girlfriends there. So I God know. bless yes. you. Got, you know, have fun. And yes. I have something for you two. Are you ready for this? Yes. yes. You are both so beautiful to me. You are so beautiful to me. I just want to sing that for you. Yes, that's going to make me cry. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. You're so talented. I said to Julia, I said, I don't even know how to introduce Paul because you've played with so many groups. You have a phenomenal career of your own. I mean, you're from a great family. family, And, (laughs) you know, you have a good origin story discovered by (laughs) Prince at age 17 and given a great name. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So people... (laughs) When I introduced myself as St. Paul Peterson, because I got to keep the saint because Prince named me that, I want to keep the Peterson because I'm a Peterson. Right. Oh, they, they look at me. They kind of look at me like I got three heads, but I kind of like that uh, <laughs> sort of attention, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm not quite fond of it, really. Did Did Prince? Did he call you St. Paul Peterson because St. Paul because you looked so young and beautiful? <laughs> yes, that's exactly. And that beautiful mane of blonde hair. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, man, I had some good hair. And not so much these days, but you know what? With take what God gives us. We've got, I've had every hairstyle known to a, a man except shaving my head. And that's the next one, Lorraine Julia. That's, but not for a good long while. My wife will kill me. Yeah, no, 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 no. So what do you have going on tomorrow? This is kind of cool. And I think you should uh, tell everybody because it's going to be on Facebook and it's benefiting. And we know that people are really hurting. So I love that you are, you know, taking over something for the good. You know, this is a really cool thing that I'm doing. There's a, a great music company based out of Minnesota called Boss or Electro Voice. Electro Voice. They make PA speakers and that kind of thing, and they've been around for 90 years. I've endorsed them, and they've taken great care of me. And they said, Paul, why don't you do a television show on our Facebook page? So I've been prepping like a madman, and I've got this great podcast called Music on the Run where I get to interview my buddies like Donnie Osmond, your favorite. Yes. He's coming on on Tuesday. Oh, fun. Um, Debbie Gibson, Steve Miller yes. from the Steve Miller Band, Sinbad, and all sorts of people. And we talk about how they stay healthy physically, mentally, and with their relationships because while they're on the road because these people spend so much time on the road. I even had Kevin Bacon on. Can you believe that? Well, he's a, he's a musician from the Bacon Brothers. I love it. He, he sure is. So anyway, we are taking this live to Facebook tomorrow, and we've got some great guests coming on. Again, it's the Electro Voice Facebook page, 
starting at 2 p.m. tomorrow. It's going to go for about three hours. Corey Wong's going to be on. Cat Perkins is going to be on. Um, keyboardist for the Steve Miller Band, Joseph Fulton, keyboard player for Peter Frampton. Uh, Rob Arthur will be on. My brother will be on. My nephew. It's music, interviews, uh, and just fun. And we're raising money for the 30 Days Foundation. Mick Sterling's great, great uh, um, 501c3. Love that. Yeah, that's uh, where they help people that might need money out just to get by another yep. month and stuff. And he's, he's gosh, so he's, wonderful. Exactly, yeah. He's done. He's that's been going uh, 30 Days Foundation. I feel like they're going on like 10 years. I think so. They yeah. help Minnesota families and individuals in real life financial crisis and by providing a one-time financial grant paid only to the service provider that requires payment. It's really cool. So, it, yes, they help people out in a one-time, you know, if they're in a pinch. Right. Which is he's, so cool. He's something else. Oh, I know. He is, isn't he? He'll be on, too. I'm going to interview him, of course. I, I didn't even mention him because he, or the whole thing is for his foundation. But he's coming on. He's going to talk with me a little bit as well. Right. And how long? So this starts tomorrow afternoon and it's on right on Facebook and I'm on Electro Voice. It's real easy. So is it just going to be this one time, this three hour well, we'll show see. tomorrow? I mean, okay, I, the whole thing. Right now it's one time, but you right. know, we've been having so much prepping for this. We may end up doing some more things on my own page. We might come back on Electro Voice, but it's, it's, been so much fun, and I'm even taking my my events company virtual as well. I mean, everything is going online, including my Peterson Music and Events. So we are helping people who can't come and gather in in one place to raise money for these great nonprofits. That's what I've been doing since I can't get out and play either. What, so what do you think? Been- Paul, what do you think huh? that, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Like, uh, do you think we're going to see live music happening um, after June 1st, or is it going to be a real slow entry? I mean, what are you hearing about that? I think everybody is raring to go, as you'll see by so many people doing live feeds. But right. the problem is safety. Yeah. Nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants to be responsible for getting making a large crowd gather right. and have people shoulder to shoulder. I think we will figure out a way to do it, whether it be uh, drive-in or drive, yeah, drive-in concerts, mm-hmm. which is something that I'm planning, and I know Mick has going and Crooners has going, but that's probably the only way you're going to see any kind of concerts. Uh, for a little while until we yeah. get a handle yeah. on this. And it's sad because all my musician friends, this is the great equalizer from the guy who plays piano at the corner bar to the Rolling Stones. No one mm-hmm. is working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I the bet government it's... doesn't really know to do what to do with people like us. Right. right. They're like, well, you don't really make money from someone. And how do we help you? And so, it's been a struggle for a lot of our musician friends, and this is exactly why we're doing what we're doing on Electro Voice tomorrow at 2 p.m. on Facebook. Yeah. Raising money for the 30 Days Foundation. Right, because we know that, like, the Rolling Stones and a lot of these other people are going to be fine, but then it's all the people that would have worked on that tour, city right. to city, 
you know, the roadie, I mean, just all the, the machine people, crew. people yeah. the crew. And then I just oh, think yeah. of all of the uh, musicians here who just were, we, I think I will never take that for granted again, being live. able to go and see live music the way we did before. Right. Yeah, I guess so. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it changed everything. Yeah. It has changed everything. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start having concerts out on my patio with my family because I can be by them. Right. And start streaming that. I'm telling you that, yeah. uh, I don't know how this is going to recover, um, when it's going to recover, but I know, uh, I will tell you that musicians and singers and road crew people were were tough, and mm-hmm. we stand together and united, and we will come back. Yeah, we know. We I know. believe it. I bet Donny Osmond is glad he got out of Vegas when he did because yeah. he retired last November. Boy, did he ever! <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he was cute. Did you see Perfect him on the? for him. Did yeah. you see him on the Disney sing along with all of his grandkids? No, did he do? Let's get down to business. No, it was yeah, but he had all of his grandkids in the Zoom. It was very cute. He seems kind of happy. You know, he is the same. We literally sat down for an hour and ten minutes, and we captured our two old friends catching up as part of my podcast. When is that one going to play? Music on the run. Music on the run. That one plays on on Tuesday. That comes out. It's called musicontherunpodcast.com it's actually called music on the run but if you want to get links to hear all these fun interviews go to musicontherunpodcast.com excellent excellent yeah are you loving doing this so much are you loving doing this having so much fun i feel like i'm i feel like i'm one of you guys i'm I'm, everyone is it's humbling (laughs) to, to listen back and go you shouldn't do that there you should quit saying so you gotta quit Saying um, I mean, mm-hmm. I really am critiquing myself. And trying my best to be the best interviewer I can, and, and quit in, interrupting people. <laughs> it's it's tricky, it especially when do. you're not face to face because you can't get the cue and you have to really rely. Well, plus, are and you are able to reach in. I mean, you've worked with. To the I mean, you could humble brag about all the people that you've worked with. You know, Prince and Peter Frampton and Donny Osmond and Ken, Kenny Loggins. But is it hard to interview people that you know, or is it easy to? No, think? It's, no. It's, it's so much fun to yeah. interview those guys. I even got to interview my own brother, who just got off the road with Fleetwood Mac. He just spent the two, last two years with him. He said he was nervous, but he was great. You know. They're nervous because I could be with family. Probably nervous, Paul, because you're talking to somebody who's a longtime friend, and then you might let your guard down for a minute and say something uh, juicy. Oh, you know? I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be, yeah. but you'd have to ask the juicy question, and you probably already know the answer, so you're moving on to something else. But we would like to check it out and. Um, it's yeah. People should just check out Electro Voice. So it, that's a company. Yes, it is. Okay, yep. that musicians know about. That's correct. Yeah. They, they make great microphones and speaker systems for you know concerts and churches okay. and different things like that. DJs and they've been around forever. They're wonderful folks, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. They've allowed me to come in and take over their page at two o'clock. 
tomorrow on Facebook, and we're going to have a blast. All right, awesome. wonderful. Well, call us. Let us know anytime you want to talk about anything. I hope a lot of people listen <laughs> and a lot of people donate. Sending you both love and remember that you are so beautiful <laughs> to me. You are both of you. And sweet. my love to Donnie as well. Thank you so much. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak an instant thatch. What does it mean? What are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, what is the meaning of this? Let's talk about what does it mean when David Beckham, a week ago, we could see the top of his head through his thinning hair. As he was out running errands in his, uh, I know he was doing running in a yellow field out by his country home. And now. Running in a yellow field. I love it. Yeah. And now uh, he is, uh, did another one. He's at this same field, but uh, his. I saw these his pictures. His hair is all filled in. Okay. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's What called is the Insta thatch? Ron Propel hair, spray on hair. Popeel. Popeel. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm familiar with um, a lot of hair techniques after um, years of my daddy-o's toupees and then spray painting his beard not to be gray, but it would have a nice orange tint slash red tint that wouldn't match the hair on the top of his head. Mm -hmm. Um, His goatee, his beard really took the hair dye, brush and hair dye well. It it was amazing. And he was really good at it. And then when he shaved his head... So he didn't have to worry, you know, and quit wearing the toupee. He looks, he did look younger. I yeah. will say all this work for him, but you can just spray in a head of hair, Lori. You, I, I spray it in, dab it in with eyeshadow. It looks like he went to work on the, the, the eyebrows too. Like yes. Victoria helped him. Yes. Or got her glam team or maybe her PPP loan that she got. Um, uh-huh. To uh, let her glam squad buff up uh, David. She's like, David, darling. There's Insta. a horrible shot of the Everyone t- can see your skull. Well, especially since we look at our original David Beckham photo here from 2002. Yeah. What year did we start? 2003 2002. or 2002. And he was doing the Got Milk campaign with no tats on his, except for one arm. And he had a full head of hair. Hair goes, Lori. It just happens to yeah. me. Yeah. And when you buzz it, he's got a hiney. You should yeah. see Casey. I want he's, you to take a picture. I almost dropped by there today. He's all and nose. I, I I'm mowed dying his to see hair the down. I mowed it way down. I hope he knows where sunscreen on his top of his head if he's out in the sun. Yeah, I'm not his mother. I'm not going to nag him Honest about that. Honest to God. <laughs> that's always been mine. And I think I did nag too much when I come to think about it about yeah, the sunscreen. That's a theory of mine. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Like, uh, is it inevitable once you become a mom, you become a nag? Maybe. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I'm sitting with you two who have yeah. naturally been mothers. Um, and it, we've uh, never nagged it. I mean, I don't nag that way about I don't even think about it. I'm just too lazy to nag. Well, see, yeah. there you go. I can't and not, not think about it. not kids, you're not conditioned to ever... I want to protect them. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Okay, very Wang. <laughs> you know, last, Wang. Very, she did the photos of her. She's 71, the designer. People were going crazy. What's her beauty secret? Yep. She was on Instagram. It was just a big hoo-ha when someone on a gossip site posted the selfies that Vera had put on her Insta. And suddenly everyone remembered, oh, what? Oh. how old is she? 71. 
It sent people just, you know, typing. What does Vera Wang use? Here's what she says. Work, sleep, vodka, and not much yep. sun. Yep. That is a recipe. I'm surprised. That I could live with. Work, sleep, vodka, not much sun. I mean, the sun is the, listen, the sun is everything. It, and she has the resources to maintain a skin routine, too. But also, if you don't if you expose do stay out your of the sun. sun yeah, you're right. You know, and in the Asian culture, it was always, you know, they did right. wear, cover up. And they've been wearing masks to keep out of the sun for that reason, too. And work could, could you could say, keeps one young. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. A purpose. Okay, Josh O'Connor, who plays Prince Charles in season three and four of the crown we've seen season three um some of us yeah josh mm-hmm. o'connor really a pretty good one because he's got jo- you know prince charles the ear, everything down to a t okay anyway he did an interview um with entertainment weekly and the reporter asked him did you have any real you know serious concerns about playing prince charles and he said well, when they offered me the role one of my first questions and i say questions when i Say it was pretty much a statement. I said, we are not doing the tampon phone call. Okay, now let's let's give people what that means. Tell everybody what that means. It has to do with Camilla. <sighs> yes. Uh, when the British papers, the tabloids, they hacked Prince Charles. Yes, it they wasn't did. just, uh, you know, uh, Hugh Grant and celebrities. They mm-hmm. actually hacked Prince Charles and they got audio of him saying to Camilla while he was married to Princess Diana... I, I miss you so tampon. much. I would love to be inside of you and be your tampon. Mm-hmm. Well, it must be Which, the man of a certain era. Era have a pickup line because remember Bill O'Reilly said he wanted to be, be a loofah. I wish I was your loofah. <gasps> yeah, it's it not must a good be line. Man of a certain age, they come up with. Like, I'm paying you the utensils. highest compliment <laughs> with like bathroom. You know, hygiene utensils. I want to be your yeah. toilet paper. I want to yeah. be your this. Yeah. No one could do that. Was never going to be in the crowd. But I love that that's even out there. Out this there. is how slow things are. Right. We're going to dig up something that someone said. Yeah. Two years no, this ago. is just and a just recent interview because oh, they uh, have halted filming. filming. They were midway through season four filming it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So Andrew Lloyd Webber is going to provide live commentary during Cats broadcast for charity. He better be snarky. Okay, here's, really. Well, here's what this is going to be, because I laughed so hard. So they're going to play the original Broadway version of oh, Cats. So horrible. With the original stage, you know, the original Broadway cast. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so what you can oh do God. is before it airs, which I think is this Friday, mm-hmm. you can, and they're doing this for charity. Yes, I know. And so what you can do is you can ask him questions, and there's two different ways you can watch it. You can watch it with his commentary or without. So he's going to be responding to the questions. So I'm sure someone's going to say, what did you think of the film production of Cats? It just came out this year. What did you da-da-da, you know? Yeah. I don't know that he'll be... I'm, he with does Pat, have, I'm with Patty Lapone on this. The first time I saw Cats, I hated it. I don't memories. know what the fuss was about. Yeah, See, that was the only good thing. Na, 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 I was. I yeah. thought it was. I saw it at the Orpheum, um, and I remember thinking, I saw it in New York. Well, of course, oh. you Gregor. Well, but Julia, it didn't make me feel good. I think that's why I've always had a 
real strong reaction about going to shows because my first two Broadway shows were Starlight Express and Cats. Oh, Starlight Lori. Express on the roller skate. That was the worst. And I saw oh. we saw that in Vegas after. I mean, that oh. was the David worst. Cassidy. Wasn't he in that? Yes, yes. Oh. he wasn't in the one that I saw. Oh shoot! No. Anyway, you know how I always resist going to a Broadway show, and I love them. Well, I like them too, but I I'm I'm still resisted from all those years ago. <laughs> well, you had the early, trauma. The trauma. The bad experience of, but that Starlight Express was probably the worst show ever. I mean, that was terrible, and that it kept moving. I mean, it went to Vegas. Yeah, no, Cats. I have a theory about Cats. That show lived on for one song, Memories. Well, I and as, I don't as even a know young it, person, when I went to see it, did you think it was great? I thought it was cool how they inter- they did their show from the state, you know, out in the seats. How they were out in the seats. I remember that was kind of a cool experience. Yeah. Okay, I want to know. <laughs> Enough of that, Julie. I'm moving yeah, on. Yeah, moving on. Enough of that. Is the song Dirty Diana about Princess Diana, the Michael Jackson song? Dirty Diana. Oh, well, Do you guys know? No. Let's get Is the, it? Because there are some good lyrics in that. Uh, she inspired the song. All right, let's see here. She I got the inspired lyrics. the song Dirty Diana right, because he ma- met her and it was a collaboration that was done between Michael Jackson and Steve Stevens in 1988, and it's probably the hardest rock song in Michael Jackson's uh, catalog. Okay. Because uh, Steve Stevens used to be a guitar player with Billy Idol. So it shreds. She likes sure. the boys in yeah. the band. She knows when they come to town. Every musician's a fan. When the curtain's down, she waits back to St. George. For those who have prestige, who promise a fortune of future of fame. It was, it was inspired by Princess Diana, you guys. 1988. Just wow. Yeah. Cool. In case you didn't know. I still like that song. It holds up. Yeah. All right, listen. We'll be back. We'll be back with Matt Damon in a Irish seaside town. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton, for the stay. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.